0: So that $12,000 loan, student loan, helped you big, a big portfolio in real estate. H- yeah. How much do you own right now in real estate? To, to this day, I probably have about 9 or 10, year,
1: 10 properties. All valued? I would say they have probably valued about 30, 40 million.
2: No table this time, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the newest episode of the Real Estate and Chill Podcast. I'm your host, James Chatter from Cliffco Mortgage here with
0: Kevin Iglesias, Associate Real Estate Broker. It's a million dollar episode today. We're in BK. We're in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Bank with the man, the myth, the legend. You've seen him on earn your leisure. You've seen him on Rants and Gems. You've seen him inside the vault. Bigger Pockets podcast. This guy's been everywhere. Now he's on the real estate and chill podcast. He's a real estate developer, a real estate broker, contractor. He does it all. Allow us to introduce, consultant, landlord, come on man, put some respect (laughs) on my my name, (laughs) y'all. Jude Bernard in the building, thank you for having us, yo, what's good, what's good, fellas, live from Bedford
1: Stuyvesant, what's good, y'all, welcome, 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 we're doing this right here, up in the Brooklyn Bank, yo, so happy to have you guys up in the house.
0: It's, it's It's an amazing place, it's a beautiful place here, you
1: know. Can you touch base on a little bit about it? Um, Brooklyn Bank is a 4,000 square feet um, building that used to house an actual bank back in the day. As you can see, we still got the vault right in the back. Um, I use the bank mostly for financial literacy events. We, we teach about real estate, stocks, insurance, investments. You know, it's basically a community center for people to learn about finances. You know, um, one of the biggest things that holds our people back is the lack of knowledge. So um, I wanted to take that excuse away from people. It's just like, I didn't know. Well, you should have brought your ass to the Brooklyn Bank. You would have found out. Yeah, no, oh, that's that. true.
0: That's in the Bible too. My people suffer from lack of knowledge. When you bought this bank, was there any money in the vault so Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll never tell if there was.
0: You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> you know the amazing thing now is that we're in the age where information is just out there it's up to the person to come in and take that knowledge because people are giving out knowledge for free right like you know you're doing a lot of big things giving out knowledge people it's up to them if they want to take it or not so you're doing your part it's up to the people to see if they're gonna do their part you know so one thing is there's a lot of culture there's a lot of history in here so off the rip I'm gonna ask you top five favorite artists I see Jay over there I see a lot of people over here top five top five in any order no, nah, give give me the list down. Give me the All list right. down. All right,
1: number five, Kanye. Number four, Big Yo. And this is this. It sucks to put Big at number yeah, four. I'm number four for, <laughs> yeah, I'm number four for in your Brooklyn guy. Yeah, I'm am a Brooklyn. Oh no. ca- I don't know about I, that. I, I'm a Brooklyn dude, but you know what I'm saying body of work. You know what I'm saying, uh, um, and we could touch on this later. But there there have been he put two albums out, so we you know small catalog. Exact, very small catalog. Right, so um, five Kanye, four, four um, Big. Um, now nah, I messed up by putting Big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I don't yeah, know how I yeah, know yeah, about nah, four. No, 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 no. I just thought about it. Um, Kanye, five um, Nas, four um, lyrically. Um, lyrically, I would put um, Jada, Jada, and Jada and Beast. Fab for, for number three. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, Talib, number two lyrically,
0: like a lyrical assassin. Okay, and and Jigga Man, you know what I'm saying? Damn, you ain't got no big pun, no big L. Like, nah, oh my nah, gosh, nah. you guys say Miss top five, is Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Lil Pump. <laughs> See, yo, he just <laughs> threw that against me. That's
2: literally what I said before. He just took it against me. But nah, Kanye is my favorite. But it's it's everyone's opinion. I um, just artists, not lyricists, but artists. Um, old Kanye, by the way. Oh you Kanye for So not you, new Kanye you I mean shit. it's artists Not lyricists My yeah. favorite artist, Like not lyricists Cause Kanye I wouldn't say he's the best Like lyrical rapper But It's like
1: Like metaphorically You know what I'm saying um, I push Maynades Color bends I call them miracle whips You know what I'm saying <laughs> he, he, like, He's got he, bars He, he does he, he has bars But you know Funny enough, like the way we look at these artists are a lot differently these days because now we not only analyze, we not analyze their lyrics, their music, their production, but we also analyze what they're doing business wise.
0: Correct. Saying? Like, um, Rest in peace to Nipsey because I feel like he was one that was really leading the culture. Yeah. His you, lyrics. You got Nipsey. Um, you got Nipsey leading the
1: culture, who who led who was leading the culture. You got Jay who, you know, who's just oh, doing yeah, crazy sure. things. Um, you have Nas who, you know, invests in ring and Coinbase before it's even popping. Yeah. You know, you you you, you got Diddy who who does um revolt and all kinds of you know, Ciroc and all kinds of marketing and investment things. So things are a lot differently. Even, even Khaled, you know, like Khaled, the way he, um, he pushes his music, it's more marketing. Yeah. Um, and strategy. Um, and it's well thought out as ju- other than just, yo, I got a, I got a hot song. Let me push this out.
0: In my opinion. So. No, he's a marketing genius, you know, yeah. They didn't believe in us, but God did. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yo, but I feel like just people with influence
2: to just have so much like play into marketing like as well. Like you could I feel like businesses move with influencers because like they need a face. Like you see somebody who has a lot of wealth or is doing something that you want to be doing. You tie that to a, like a company and boom, you have people who are paying x amount more for that brand because it's tied to a certain influencer so i feel like influencers are really driving the market for a lot of different things i feel like it's been that way but i feel like it's way more prevalent now and different classes of like influencers as well like we have social media we have music like acting movies right like so many different aspects of it
1: well it's it's bottom line um we could take it back to high school everybody's doing what the cool kids are doing yeah, that's you, true. You know, everybody's doing what the cool kids are doing. We were having a conversation right before, um, before we we started taping about how how the music influences people, right. and we were you know while you were um, all fucking around and stuff, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> we were we were talking about like one of the things, one of the biggest things. One of the biggest lyrics that's always been in the, in the forefront of my mind every time I go out, um, we toast, money, hoes, and clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: <laughs>
1: right? Like, you know what I'm saying? That famous big line, money, hoes, and clothes is all a brother knows and stuff like that. Um, but what if Big said um, generational wealth, family, legacy, community? What if those were the, the um, things that he instilled in us? You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. it's just like he had the power, and he, you know, he chose he chose to to push money holes and clothes. You know, um, which as you get older, you realize like there's really not much value in that, right?
0: Um, yeah, there's there's no money back. You don't get money back from popping bottles in in the club, nah. right? Clothes, money that you spend on clothes, you gotta invest your money. Invest your money, yo. That's something that you do. It's, your, your anniversary is coming up
1: Exactly I'm about to be 25 years in the game um, October 31st well, 1997 was, 1997 Copped my first joint Wow, congrats on that That's Thank awesome you. Yeah um, It was in Southside, Jamaica, Queens Right off the Van Wick Expressway You know um, Like a shitty little two-family house And then I copped the one next door um, And my goal My basic goal back then Was to make $500 a month Extra you know, so it's funny, like the importance of having having realistic no, not even realistic having um, big dreams and goals, right? Because it's like um, I set out to to make five hundred dollars a month, and I ended up doing over a hundred million dollars in transactions over the course of my career. Well, wow. Right, but what would have happened if my goal was to to um, do fifty? Million dollars uh, You know what I'm saying So yeah. it's,
0: it's just like um, Sometimes you just got, You gotta dream big But you know what inspired me Most about your story And you know I've been reaching out to you Is that You come from You know the hood And there's a couple of options You could have had You know play ball Like you said You could have Got into the life of crime You could have gotten into Anything else But you got into real estate And I resonate with that Because at the moment When I was getting my license um, A lot of my friends You know Weren't in the best of things, and I, was, I told him like, "Yo, I'm gonna get my license. I'm gonna change my life," and I did. I just focused, and I was just like tunnel vision. Just like, "All right, this is my plan A. I don't have a plan B. This is what I'm gonna focus my time on." Became a property owner, closing on another property soon. So it's like real estate. It's definitely the way. It's it's, it's changed my life dramatically. You no, know, it's it's so funny. When I was in grad school, one day um, I came in
1: late because I went to go take a look at a take a look at a property. So um, it was a night class, I got there late, um, and teacher tried to call me out, embarrass me, and asked me, Mr. Bernard, is there some place where you'd rather be? And I was just sitting there thinking about it, I was just like, you know what, you're absolutely right. So you know how they give you like 45 minutes in, they give you a little break to go stretch your feet? Mm -hmm. I left my books, my book bag, my pencil, (laughs) you know, (laughs) all that stuff, I left it behind and never never looked back, you know, because there was some place I'd rather be. You know, so it's it's knowing where you would rather be, what you'd rather be doing. You know, um, as far as um, options. Funny thing about it is, the bad guy never gets away. Very rarely. Yeah, super yeah. rare. You know, um, for every for every person like Jay who who says that he came from a life of crime, um, he's one he's one in a million. Everybody ends up dead in jail, typically. Yeah. You know, so and, and as far as um, being an athlete, like, you know, how how many people are in, are trying to get in the league every day? You know, there's hundreds like of thousands, exa- uh, millions. Yeah, millions are trying to get in, because it's not just it's not just the United States. They're trying to get in from all around all the world. Overseas, yeah. So, right. So um, you, your your chances of making it are like one in a million, but. Your chances of being successful in real estate is one and one. You know what I'm saying? Because if you put the work in, it's not a matter of if you will be successful, it's when you will be successful. Cause it's just like it's it's math. You know what I'm saying? You buy you buy property, you sit, you wait, you get paid. Yeah. And, you know, like there's no there's no messing it up. You know, like you can't you can't mess it up. It's like like, um, all you have to do is is your basic research. Like you don't, you don't have to be Michael Jordan. You don't have to be Kobe Bryant. You don't have to be LeBron. You could, you could buy a two family house. You could refinance it. You could pull the cash out. You could buy another property. um, And you do that. You know, you could house hack. You could do short term rentals. You can do, um, you know, you could do commercial. You could wholesale. You know, like
0: the money's there. So many there's, different there's avenues. So, yeah, there's so many avenues, so many uh, streams of income that you can make just for real estate. Exactly. And um, just to touching a little bit base in your, in your story, the student loan, you used that to purchase your first two-family, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so how's that story from the
1: beginning? All right. Um, first of all, I knew nothing about real estate at the time. I was, I was still a knucklehead. I was going back and forth, um, trying, trying, to do, trying to find my way. I had recently gotten in trouble um, so I, I knew point blank that I didn't want to be in the streets. Right. But I also knew I didn't want to be broke and, and, and work nine to five and, and, and struggle. So, um, somebody had approached me and they t- they told me, it was just like, Hey, you know, if, if your credit is decent, all you need is like 3% to buy a property. You know, I was like, I don't have 3%, but I'm currently in grad school. so I could, t- I could, I could take, um, a loan out. And and use that money for the down payment, and which is what I did. So I did that. Ended up refinancing a couple months later, um, and I bought the house next door as well.
0: What was the purchase price on that first one? Um, like one hundred twenty thousand.
1: One hundred twenty thousand. A two-family
0: well, in in
1: in Queens. Exactly. Shh. I I did. I got that one for one hundred twenty thousand. Got the, and I got the one next door. I got the one next door for about one hundred forty thousand. And then um, I think two and a half, three years later, I sold, I sold them for big money. I sold them for like, um, I sold them for like $200,000 each. <laughs> 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 I killed it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, think about it. Think about it. Um, to get into that first deal, it cost me about $12,000, which was not my money.
0: Right. It was, it was it, a it, loan.
1: Yeah and then i collected rent i collected rent on those buildings for like a couple of years put $1000 probably put $1000 um a month in my pocket and then i walked away with damn near $80,000 well wow. yeah that's a big come up at, all
2: without money that you had to make yourself ex-
1: exactly um in and this is um $80,000 to a i was it might have been like 27 28 at the time
0: but oh, went a long way back. Yeah, in. that's that's a big that's that's a big um that was a big come up. So that 12,000 loan, student loan helped you big a big portfolio in real estate. Yeah. How, how much do you own right now in real estate? Um
1: I currently own um to, to this day I probably have about 9 or 10 year, 10 properties. All valued you put them all together. I would say they've probably valued about thirty, forty million. Thirty, forty million. That's but you know, I gotta keep it real, because everybody always hears that big number and they never subtract the debt. Right? Yeah. Um they never subtract because there's debt. You of know? course. So, but one of the one of the best things though, even though there's debt, whether I don't know what the debt is right now, whether it's you know, 10, 15 million in debt, whatever, um the the um, appreciation has nothing to do with the debt. So, Correct. so, yeah. so even though, even though I'm um, hypothetical number, even though like, let's say my portfolio is valued at 20 at 50 million and 25 million of that is in debt. Um, if the property appreci- if my portfolio appreciates 2 cent 2% a year, you know, that's half a million dollars, you know, Regard so that's half a million dollars regardless of the debt, so that's how people blow up exponentially in real estate because it's like all these little back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the like the um these back calculations, um because you some some people get so caught up as like oh I'm only making x amount x amount of uh, money on this property it might not be worth it but yeah but um. You have to look at it globally Like acquiring this property um, Is there a tax benefit? You know what I'm saying? Is there a tax benefit to acquiring this property? Um, How much will it appreciate? Um, Is there equity? Can you pull the equity out? And even if there's a negative cash flow Can you pull the equity out And and, and, um, Redispense that Redispense that um, money And make enough money To not only cover that debt But the new debt you know what right. I'm saying? So it's just like you can't just look at it. Oh, um, I'm only making X, Y, Z, or this property is not worth it. You know, is there? Ta- you know, is there, um, is there a bigger play? You know, like I bought a. I recently bought a property that um, did not cash flow, did not have equity in it. So why did I buy the property? Because it's right next door to a building I already own.
0: Mm.
1: Right? It's, it's right next door to a building that I already own. Um so maintaining it is gonna be fairly simple. And it it's a it was a two million dollar building. Um I'm losing, I think I'm losing about five hundred dollars a month on it. But again, appreciate it's appreciating at two percent annually. So um that's that's forty thousand dollars. That's that's forty thousand dollars is going up. So on one hand, I'm losing I'm losing six thousand dollars in cash every year, but I'm appreciating forty thousand dollars this year, probably 40, 44000 dollars next year, and so forth and so on. And eventually the rents will catch up and I'll and I'll yeah, an even out. Even out keep rolling. Exactly. Everything just keeps rolling. <laughs> so it's just like you gotta you gotta change the way you look you know what I'm saying you got you got to get out of real estate one on one as far as your vision you have to you know what I'm saying go to grad school as far as real estate goes to 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 see the
0: big picture so you saw the bigger picture right yeah um you know it's funny i was i was watching the one of your podcast episodes and how did you come up with the numbers like how did you know this property was going to work and you mentioned something about doing like the poor man analysis you know that poor man. <laughs> yeah. CMA. Can you touch yeah. base on that. Nah, like
1: um, you gotta do the poor man's market analysis um where you look around and, and see what's happening. Like back in the day my my marker used to be used to be um, Starbucks, you know, because Starbucks coffee's not cheap. So if a Starbucks is in the neighborhood, that means that means Um, It's either it's either doing the neighborhoods doing well now or it's going to be doing well in the next um, in the next three years. Because Starbucks not only puts um, puts puts um, locations in good neighborhoods, but they also put it in trending neighborhoods. So I know that they spend millions of dollars doing market research, doing clicks of how many times people drive by, how much money do people make, how much money do people spend before they open that Starbucks. You know, um, so with th- with that being said, knowing that I would just copy their homework, I didn't have to do it myself.
0: It's intelligent. Yeah, like I like that. That's so smart. I like that. You know, you went into the Starbucks, got the ice macchiato and was like, yeah, <laughs> it's changing. <laughs> this is okay? the next spot. I gotta <laughs> <be>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, um, yesterday I was with a group of my investors and we were in Harlem looking at a at a property and and i had to tur- i had to tell everybody turn around turn around turn around look at that look at that and and they're like what are you looking at i'm, I'm like i'm i'm looking at those two guys walking that dog you know it was a um it, it was a a young trendy middle aged excuse me a young trendy um um homosexual couple white walking a dog i'm like that's what you want to see that shows that the neighborhood is changing because, um, one, they feel safe here, you know, um, and they are are the new, this is what's coming in. So, like, you could ignore them if you want, or you could look at them as a sign of what's coming,
2: you know? Yeah, I think that... Like, in terms of just New York, just, like, the boroughs, like, everything is changing so quickly. I feel like there's some parts now that are so different than they were, like, a few years ago.
0: It's funny you said that, because I parked right there by the school, and I was walking up, I saw a lot of changes. I was like, damn, Brooklyn changed.
2: Yeah. But I feel like every single part of Brooklyn is just so different.
0: But um, also,
1: you saw by the school, you you said Brooklyn changed, but I'm sort of like, um, you looked around the corner, like,
0: yeah, Brooklyn's still the same. Yeah, right, 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 right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's funny you said that. I sent the video to my wife because she's Italian. I was like, "Look," she's like, "Oh my gosh, be safe." (laughs) (laughs) You
1: know, and and that's that's the beauty about the diversity about Brooklyn, and this is why I think it's doing so well um, is because like on on the same block on the same block you'll have you you'll have um, you know the hood of the hood. And then
2: you'll have the yuppie of the yuppie on the same block. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So got to love it. So what do you think now, like in terms of like when you started, like almost 25 years ago to today, what have you been seeing as like the main differences between like getting into real estate? Like, what would you say was different from then and now?
0: Oh,
1: like right now it is so easy because um, I had to figure everything out on my own. There was no YouTube university. There was no... um, um, real estate and show podcast there was none of that so it was basically try it if if it works it works if it doesn't oh well try something else but like now there's resources like your platform where people can come and 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 get like proven plays step by step on how to how to um, you know move forward without having to make every mistake that I've made Right. So um, as you started to the show the show it, like the access to information is so important because it's a game changer because um, there, there are three types, right? There's the, there's the idiot, <laughs> um, the idiot who never learns from his mistakes, right? And there's the average person who learns from his mistakes, and then there's the wise person who learns from other people's mistakes, right? So now, that other people's mistakes and lessons are are like you know public public knowledge like there there's no reason to be an idiot
0: you don't have to you don't have to make the mistake yourself you know what I appreciate about about that is um on the, on, on your leisure you were stating your losses you know you highlight your losses even even on your Instagram you highlight a lot of your losses and um, so you've been in the game since 97 you were affected by the crash too, right? Yeah. I remember you talking about just having a big like mansion party. Yeah. Can you touch base on that? Because oh, that, that story sh- is mind shout, blowing. Shout out to my mansion. I missed that. But, <laughs> but, what was that mansion at?
1: Um, Englewood Cliffs, like, you know. But it it's so funny because like the the older you get, you know, the, you realize the things certain things are just not that important anymore, right? Um, like I would when when I first got a little bit of money. You know, and um, I I call this a little bit money now, but you know, um, what's a little bit? What's a little bit? Because <laughs> your little bit might not be everybody's no. little bit. No, um, two thousand seven, two thousand seven. When I thought I was doing it big, I had a net worth about of about three million dollars. It's pretty big. Yeah, but um, relatively speaking, it's it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Like in, considering everything that we know now. Yeah. Right. So I had a net worth of about three million dollars. So I was buying, you know, I had a big house, watches, cars, in the club every night, having a good old time. And then the market switched on me, and just like that, I went from being positive three million to negative one million. Wow! In the hole. You know, just like that, within span within the span of like a year and a half. It's quick. Wow. Yeah, it, it happens really quick. So you, th- you think about it. It took it took me um, it took me twenty twenty plus years. To, um, to make that, but I, I lost it um, in less than a year, in pretty much a year. So the, but the beauty behind it is like, once you know how to make it, you can make it over and over and over and over again, because like um, you have the knowledge, you have the knowledge. Now, now there are, now I'm turning down deals that have a $3 million upside. If I don't like, if, if I don't like the deal for any reason. If yeah. I oh um I recently turned down a deal with a um literally three million dollar upside that I was gonna have to work with this guy who was you know he was like an ass. I was <laughs> like, damn, I'm gonna have to work with this guy for like a year and a half.
0: I was just like, nah, it's not worth it. Yeah. You, you know? And this is all from just wanting to make five hundred bucks extra a month. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. You Mind blowing. What, you know what the
2: story like? When you said you were up three million, then went down one million, it reminds me a little bit of like T-Pain story. Have you ever heard that story? Nah, sure. So T-Pain basically, obviously we all know T-Pain, right? Very successful artist, and it kind of ties back to our old conversation, right? So when he had like multiple platinum hits out, like with uh, look, Flo a song like "Low," everything like that. He had like a bunch of platinum hits. So boots with
0: the fur. (laughs) Yeah, that one.
2: He had a net worth of around, well, he's I don't know about a net worth, but he had forty million dollars in his bank account. So when that happened, he wanted to invest, he wanted to spend money, he wanted to do different things, right? So he invested a lot of money in real estate. And then they were invested into projects that were not, you know, like like equity building projects, kind of like he invested in like development projects that were not going anywhere, that there was like no Starbucks being put into those places. Right. So he just let it all go. And he spent all of his money and stuff. Not saying that you spent all your money, but like he just spent it all, had bad investments, dropped down after he was one of the, you know, he was top of the world at one point. And then he had to start all over again and do it all over again. And now we still know T-Pain. We still know who he is, obviously. And it sounds like he's doing better now, but, you know, things happen. People go through rough times and it changes them and, you know.
1: Sometimes it makes you better. Like, yeah. I, like I think I'm a much better person for having lost it all. Um, like I, don't think, I don't think we'd be in this building um, if I did not go through what I went through. You know, like, the purpose of this building was to give back. Right, and um, it it humbles losing it all, humbles, makes yeah. it makes you realize what's really important, right? So there would not have been a need, uh, there would not have been a desire for me to give back. There would not have been a desire for me to create a platform or, or have a building where people where a community can come and uh, congregate. Yeah, you know. And um, in regards to as you were saying that T. Pain story, and you said that he invested in real estate. Um, that's not what I hear, right? He, I, I don't think he made a mistake investing in real estate. I think he made a mistake in investing in the wrong people, yes, hundred relationships. 100%. Yeah, because um, it's like, like you you invest whenever you whenever you partner somebody or you give somebody your money, you're not investing in the um, the actual the item. You're invest you're, you're not investing in the product or the property or anything like that. You're investing in them in their ability to deliver. Yeah. So that's a very big difference. So um when you when you are the developer, the landlord or, or whatever, you are betting on yourself. But if you are just like um, you know, making music and, and giving somebody your money, that's where you gotta Well yeah, the
2: the person he invested in made those real estate investments. Exactly. And then like he he went with the wrong people. Exactly and he was spending a bunch of money apparently and like they didn't even tell him like he was down, like you had to sell his cars, you had to sell everything, you had to start again, like, Yeah. It sucks.
0: Yeah. You know? Um well back to that mansion party. That's that that, that, oh, that no. I want to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So let, let me tell you, uh the last one of the that big, big party that you probably saw me post on Instagram. How or, many people were there? Hundreds, hundreds. We had, I had rappers, NFL players. Who? Who'd you have?
0: Oh, can you spill the tea? No, nah, I'm not. <laughs> nah,
1: you know, um, shout out to my neighbors. <laughs> but um, like, it, it was debaucherous, right? And, um, and it was funny because I was in foreclosure the whole time. Nobody knew. Wow. No, nobody knew, but I was just like, yo, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to just go out. <laughs> yeah, bang. Bang. Make it, it worth out, it. Make it worth it, right? And... Couple of things happened, right? First, um, the next day, as I was cleaning the pool and cleaning the skimmers and stuff like that, I saw all this like hair weave and, <laughs> and, and, and gunk in my skimmers, right? So I'm like, clean. I was like, yo, what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I started looking, looking closer to find out who whose hair is this. But then I looked around. It was like it's not one person's hair. It's like every. It's like all the chicks in here had hair weaves. So. Um, real estate wasn't cutting it anymore so i started looking into other i was like how much does this hair weave cost next thing you know i'm on a plane to in india i'm i'm at the um temples like cutting deals on on um importing hair back to back to new york and i started a, a hair company true wow. story <laughs> so you you found the plug the hair plug i in found india. The, i found the hair plug well. right hair plug But bump <laughs> 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 right? right so um so I get, I get the I get the connect and I start this hair company, um, which wasn't big money, but it was, you know, it was helping me keep the lights on and, and pay bills and stuff like that. You know, a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, and from that party, I ended up meeting a girl who worked at Chase Modifications, you know, because she came to the party and then she called me up a couple of days later and she was just like, yo, um, I I don't, I, don't, I don't mean to call you out, but I see that you're under foreclosure. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to help you modify? I was just like, yeah, I've tried to modify before, but it didn't work. And this idea is like, no. She's like, do you want me to help you modify? I was like yeah sure so she showed me she showed me the um the formula because you know how modifications is it's like you got to be right here because if you're over here up you make too much up you don't make enough so you got to be right in the pocket right so she basically showed me how to um to to be in the pocket which i've got I, which i use that to get all my properties out of foreclosure and wow. and wow. and that's the beauty of talking to people That's the beauty of um, having the right relationships, being in the right rooms, throwing the right parties, throwing the right parties, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, that you could kind of say that party saved me. Yeah, because had I not been able to modify, had I not been able to learn how to modify.
2: I would have been asked out. I feel like there's a lot of people who were
0: probably in a similar situation to you that did not get through it. But see the story and like I said, you just always find a way. Like you always find the opportunity in everything. And you always think outside the box. Nah, definitely, definitely.
1: You know, um like we're survivors. We're doers. You know what I'm saying? We're giants. But not but not everybody has a hustle mentality. Got to be, though. You got to be, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you with the... The real estate uh, hustle. The, yeah, the, we, we gave you one. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's it's super important to always look, you know, always have the mentality of what do I need to do to survive? You know, like um, like before this, we were just on the phone. Well, I was just on the phone with my accountant, and, and I was telling you what was going on about how just taking, um, taking a mortgage debt, um, taking it off my Schedule E, um, and putting it on my um, Schedule C and putting it as a business debt saved me $40,000. And then I got on my, I was busting my account's child. I was like, yo, how come I figured that out? And you didn't. He's just like, yo, I'm, I'm just working on the mechanics. You know what I'm saying? You're a business person, so you're, you're looking at it differently. So as a business person, you're looking at everything differently. You know, you, like I look at relationships differently. I look at um, interactions differently. I look at the world differently. You know, um, you, you asked me, why do I take, why did I take, um why did I take this podcast? Right. And I was saying, yeah, I watched it. I like your energy. And I, and I see that um you guys are like, you guys are just starting out and you guys are going someplace. Like everybody wants to be down with the, every, everybody wants to be, everybody wants to get on Earn Your Leisure. Right. But who wanted to get on Earn Your Leisure on episode five?
0: That's a fact. Yeah, that's you a know fact. what I'm saying?
1: So it's just like, it's super important that when you see that spark in someone, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if they have that little thing that you invest in that and you get in early, you know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to be down with Barrio, um, Barrio from um, Chicago, but everybody wants to be down with Barack Obama, the president. I didn't even know yeah. who Barrio was. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's how <laughs> I, that's what he used to go by, Barrio. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know? Um, that that was it. Like uh, vote for Barrio. That's how. Okay. Yeah, but Barack. Yeah. Exactly. But everybody wants to get down with Barack Obama. So it's it's super important that you have these relationships. It's super important that you you really look and 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 invest in people. Invest and take the time to um, to nurture relationships and get in early. Yeah. You know, um, I'm gonna share something else um, that I did this weekend. This weekend I did a. Um, as I put my contractor hat on, and I did a I did 500 square feet of sidewalk sidewalk I saw that yeah yeah I did it for six thousand dollars that job goes for eleven thousand dollars you know why did I do it um, I did it for a few reasons one the um, the person is selling and I either want to buy as an investor or two um, represent them as a broker but um, there's uh, there was other value to me as well there was people in the neighborhood seeing me and, and my sign outside doing the work, um, coming, to, coming to me, talking to me, asking me, can I give them a quote? What else do I do? And all that, which which just opens up other opportunities. Before, um my guys were working overtime on a Saturday, so that's extra money that they're taking home to their families, making their lives a little easier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all of this, you know, um, I could have been like Yo yeah, it's just not Enough money for me Let me just I could just stay home And watch TV On Saturday morning Nah You know like You gotta look at The big picture
0: The opportunity cost Opportunity nah, You know Yeah opportunity cost Yeah but That's amazing And now we definitely Appreciate the cosign I, I said this the other day Nobody Not everybody I should say Supports the grind Until everybody Sees the vision So Definitely uh, I like we that We appreciate it we should, we should use that As our quote I like It's that. true though
2: yeah like it is
1: um, nobody wants to get down
0: when you're down, yeah <laughs> it's true. everybody, everybody wants just to waits. The top. yeah, wait till it's the hot thing or you know the newest thing, or everybody's yeah. gravitating towards it, then everybody wants to be a part of it.
1: you know it's it's so funny, like sometimes um i I post I post um stuff that I posted from like five years ago or seven years ago you know and people are just like oh wow this is so freshing. this that the other and it's just like yeah but i said it seven years ago yeah where were you then <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just like um it's it's super important that you know the truth is the truth now and the truth will be the truth tomorrow so like you need to to work on your vision like to, to be able to see the truth yeah. to, to be able to see the value you know like so many times um People will see a property and pass on it because they don't see the value in the property. You know, like whether they're looking at it from one specific from one specific angle, which is why it kind of works to my advantage to wear so many different hats because I have more angles to look at properties from. I could look at it as a as a real estate broker where I could sell I could sell the property for somebody. I could look at it as an investor where I could buy the property. I could look at it as a contractor where I can. Um, fix the properties before it gets sold I could look at it as a consultant where I could um i could charge somebody to, to to tell them how to maneuver this you know how to maneuver it how to you know how to go about um what you need to do how you know to, to maximize you know so like you can't you can't get you can't have tunnel vision
0: yeah yeah no you got to have more than one vision. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's
2: what you have. And you, you just hit like all of the targets for like what somebody needs in that specific market coming like the, you know, like the giant in that space. So it's like, if anybody thinks of real estate, they could just think of you right away. Yeah. like, I'll, I'll make a dollar somehow. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and not only will I make a dollar somehow, but I'll provide value somehow to them in one, in one way, shape or form. One A one stop shop. Yeah. Um, but again, it's not necessarily a one top shop, but um, value, like the ability to provide value, and that's that's the key.
0: Right. Well, like you said, you named all those all yeah, those yeah. Uh, venues, right? Yeah. It, you you have it all. Like, yeah. who wouldn't want to work with you now that you got the contracting? Like, if the house needs to be fixed, mm-hmm. that's you.
2: Yeah.
0: If you if you want to buy cash, that's you. Mm-hmm. If you want to list it for market value, mm-hmm. that, I mean, yeah. you, it's all there. Yeah.
2: But let's talk about the other side of it, too, where it's just like I feel like there's also people not saying any of us, just like people in our space that are looking to you know make money in the space without adding value, because I think that's very prevalent as well. I think there's a lot of people who like come into it expecting like I'm going to take money from this person because they'll just give it to me. It's like you got to do something in order to make that money. Right. Like, you're coming at it from a few different angles. You come at it from a few different angles. Like, I do the same, right? Adding value is just so important because, like, why would somebody work with somebody if they're not adding value, you know? I feel like that's, like, the mindset that some people may have that needs to be changed.
1: You know, like, don't ever come into something just trying to be average. Yeah. You never, never want to be the corner bodega store. Like, uh, like, you're just there, right? Like, to build wealth, there, there are three ways to build wealth. Um, either you're going to be first Either, or you're going to be cheaper, or you're going to be better. Those are, th- other than that, if you're not, if you're not the first, if you're not better, and if you're not cheaper, you're just there. You're yeah. just, you're just, you know what I'm saying, um, bacon, bacon, egg, and cheese from the corner store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that you could get, there's nothing special about it. Yeah, true. That you could get anywhere, and um, you're just going to get, um, like, the, you're going to make the average amount of money. It's true. So um, that's my suggestion. If you can't be first, be better. If you
2: can't be better, be cheaper. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I like that. That's true. Honestly, I came onto like a standstill with that like a few months ago. Actually, I just recently switched companies and stuff. And like I was thinking about like what my options are, like why would people work with me? So that's why I decided to switch companies because sometimes you just have to adjust. Like if things aren't working in your favor, you have to adjust and move to, you know, a situation where it can and it's just like right now, like being a lender myself, like real estate agents are gonna get bombarded with like, or just realtors in general bombarded with lenders who are coming out of the refi space, who are like trying to get into the purchase game now because refis are gone, right? So now they're gonna get bombarded with all these people. Lenders. Where were you before? <laughs> I was at a- No, 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 I'm just
1: saying, like the now that the um, the refis have dried up, the um the um, loan officers are now trying to bombard the agents, but where were they before?
2: Yeah, they were nowhere. They were <laughs> they were hitting those refis. Exactly. It's just like they adjust to their like position at the time, mm-hmm. but it's always important to look ahead. You know, like for me myself, like I've never really been a refi based lender. Would I do them? Of course I do them, mm-hmm. but I've always been purchase based because purchase based business is reoccurring. It keeps moving. Yeah. You make connections, you keep doing your thing like on the purchase side. So, you know, like adjusting to where it needed to be like, Realtors right now, right? Like, Kevin is a realtor. You, you're also a realtor, right? Like, why would you work with a lender if they're not adding any value to you? Like, yes. what sense does that make? Exactly. You know, like, all right, you could take him out to coffee, but like, what is that really going to do for you? You know? You know, um,
1: Wayne Gretzky and um, and um, Dennis Rodman, right? Wayne Gretzky, the, the greatest in the hockey play ever. Dennis Rodman, one of the best, best rebounders ever. Now, is Dennis Rodman... Like, did he jump the highest? Was he the strongest? You know, like, why was he better than everybody else in getting rebounds? Um, he was better at getting rebounds because while everybody was trying to get the ball where the ball is, he focused on getting the ball where the ball is going. So, yeah. So he, he studied looking at the balls, figuring out the bounce, and be, making sure he was there before it, it got there. You know Like Wayne Gretzky Said same thing You know He's like I just skate to where The puck is going Not to where it is I like that You know So it's super important That That Like you watch The market trends And you're very aware And make sure That you were already There and situated Before everybody else Yeah As I said You be there first You be there better or or you be there cheaper. So in this in this capacity, it's watching how things how things rock and roll, how things are moving, and then
0: being there first. Well, well, let's talk about that, right? Because the market is definitely changing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a perfect saying, segue. As you were <laughs> saying before, there's a property uh, a, a brownstone, right, listed for what? Two million? Um, Four million? Four million? That is not getting that much activity on on a five and a half million dollar block. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's, it's definitely changing. Yeah. You survived. Thankfully, thank God, the crash before. Where do you see the market and everything else going? Um, I think it's just another cycle that is going to be down for a little bit. Um, and
1: if you are patient, you will you will make money. Uh, here's here's a play. I'll give you a personal play that I'm working right now. Currently, currently, um, people, you know, um, commercial real estate is valued by the income income level. Uh, that's how you evaluate uh, how much a property is worth. Right, so currently, um, any property that you look at is being valued based on 2021 rents collected, right? But what happened in 2022? It moved, rents went up, but we're still going by 2021 rents. So, um, this is a great time to get into commercial into commercial deals because. You're buying it um, based on 2021 pricing, but there's been a, a huge increase increase mm-hmm. in um, rents in t- in 2022. So that's what I'm doing. I'm buying I'm buying um, commercial buildings at this time. You know, that's what I'm looking into. So oh. you got to go where the market is going. You know, because yeah. by the, by the, you know, um, in 2023, when people are looking at 2022 um, rents now, it's like oh no, it's worth more. But if you could catch but if you could catch it before,
2: you just beat it.
1: You're you first what I'm saying
2: you're first. Yeah, I'm first. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Like when it, when those numbers move, like when it's twenty twenty three, look at twenty twenty two numbers, the numbers are adjusted, prices go up. Yeah. That's 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 true. Honestly, like right now. Do you think commercial space is going to be, like, you know, with all the talks of, like, what happened with COVID, like, remote working, like, things like that, do you think everything with the commercial space is going to stay intact? Or you think people are going to move away for commercial spaces and, like... Well, when I when I was talking
1: about commercial, I was talking about um, residential... Com- oh, commercial, residential, okay, gotcha. Residential units. But in regards to um, commercial spaces, I think that we are at a very um, funny period in... My, in in the world right now because like I've never seen so many triple net leases coming up. Yeah. You know, and why are these triple net leases coming up? Amazon. You know, people are basic people. Basically, um, you don't, you don't have to go to the store anymore. You could just have it delivered to you. You know, um, you're going to see a lot of these big stores start to close down uh, and you're going to see a lot of these little stores start to close down. There's yeah. a lot of
0: stores, a lot of big, big franchises that yeah. closed down. Yeah. Malls
1: too. Yeah.
2: Which is unfortunate.
1: But when's the last you know, like when's the last time that you went into a store? Sneakers. Do you buy sneakers online?
0: Majority of the time, yeah. Yeah. This was like
2: a lot you got of a goat,
0: th- StockX like
2: whatever shoes you want. Yeah. It doesn't even matter anymore. Sneakers like, online, you know. Um, you can fool shop online. Yeah. Everything's virtual exactly um, and you whatever like you would just go to a store pick up like some like a small thing like we needed a wrench you luckily had one but if you needed a wrench you're not gonna go to home depot you'll just go order it from amazon exactly like, if you want.
0: times are changing it, yeah times is definitely changing yeah what, what would you say is like one of the like your worst investment that told you something you know extremely valuable
1: one of my worst investments ever um was i did a hard money loan um I did a hard money loan without truly understanding how hard money loans work. You know? With points and interest. Exactly. I was I found myself in court. It took it was like a three and a half year battle.
2: Oh wow. damn.
1: To um to to get the property. It was just really bad. And it, that taught me one of the lessons that it taught me is just like you don't jump into anything without knowing how it works. You know? Because it was just like, somebody called me up and said, hey, you want to do a loan? Um, they'll pay you 16% and give you five points. I was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. You know? But then I, but then there's usury. And then there's um, making sure that the um, prop, property was in the name of an, uh, of an entity and not a personal person, not an individual. You know, there's just so many things that I did not know. I just jumped in. Based on a little bit of information, you know. So it's super important that everybody takes the time to to really whatever investment that you're making, make sure that you know what you're doing. Um Just do
0: your research, do your homework, do your homework. Yeah. But was this at a time that you were like up, up? That you were just like, you know what? I'm, I'm trying oh, to just invest. It. Yeah, you up, up. Yeah. Se- up seems up. like it. Yeah. yeah. You didn't really do because you seem like an a extremely knowledgeable person. I feel like you would do your homework, but at that time, you were probably just like, yeah. you know what? The money's here. Let's- yeah. Exactly. So, three years that's a long time,
1: yeah, but it it worked out for me. It worked out for me, you know it always works out, you know it's like um it took three years, it took three years for that money to come, so I didn't get you know i that was one of the things that I got into like around two thousand seven two thousand eight, so it was nice, like around two thousand and ten, getting that check for like you know seven hundred seven hundred grand <laughs> that if I had gotten it. If I had gotten it back then, I would have lost it. Oh, cause you have to pay exactly, cause mm-hmm. um, because um, I was I was desperate. You know, I was doing de- I was doing desperate moves. I was cashing out my four hundred one k. Um wow. you know, just doing
0: things that desperate people do. You know, so let's talk about that uh, that tattoo. Your only tattoo.
1: Yeah, my only tattoo. Never again. twelve thirteen oh four. four. Um, On this day, I walked into a casino and I dropped $130,000 sitting at a blackjack table for 30 hours straight.
2: 30 hours
1: straight? 30 hours straight. straight. Sober-minded? Sober-minded.
2: I've been at the blackjack table for a few hours and I was like, yo, I should get out of here. But 30 hours? (laughs) That's a lot. 30 hours straight, yo. Um,
1: It must have been up. uh, Up and down and up up and and down. and up. you know the the funny thing is, um, I was under the impression that I was in there for six hours. Wow, that's how quick time flew. Because um, like I, I, I let's say I walked in there at twelve o'clock, and then I was walking out at oh it's it's six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like no, it's six o'clock t- tomorrow. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's six o'clock It's the next day, yeah. <laughs> you know. And, um, yeah, you get, you get caught up. So, but like, I have a very addictive personality, like no matter what I do, I'm going to do it, you know, balls to wall or go all out. Right. And so that it's, it's very important that I channel my energies into positive things because, um, if, if I channel my energies into negative things, I'm going to go all in on that. So, um, this the same addictive personality, like this same drive to win that I used to use um, to play cards and roll dice and bet on basketball games. It's the same drive that I use to um, to to build wealth, to change lives, to do shit that matters, to be a good father, to be a good person in the community. You know? Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same drive. It's the um. You know, recently, recently I was at a closing, I was closing for a property and I was, you know, going to walk away with a check for like $1.4, $1.5 million. And, um, like I was watching the market, um, I was watching the market and I had a, um, I had shorted something for just like a couple of bucks, like, um, just part of a group chat that I was in and I was up like $700. Right? And I'm like watching this thing, and my attorney's just like, Are you, what's going on? You seem real distracted. (laughs) And um, I was so caught up. What just, just have over seven hundred bucks oh, and you're
0: about to get a 1.4 million dollar. Yeah, because it
1: doesn't matter. It was just like I'm 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 about to win. I'm about to it's, it's about to I'm about to be right. I'm a I'm gonna be lit in the group chat. <laughs> 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 right right? It's that a rush. Yeah. You know, and it's it's funny. So it's just a matter of always like making sure that your energies are shifted in the right directions because you know you know your demons and you know the animal that lies within you. Right. So you have to learn to control, to manipulate and to direct it so that it
0: works for you and not against you. So so safe to say that hundred thousand the hundred and thirty thousand you put on the table was gone. Gone. Lost. And lost lost. And, in thirty hours. And it's so funny because I was about to um
1: I was about to leave my job to go start a new job. Um, I was going to be an air traffic controller. I was supposed to leave in two weeks to go to air traffic controller school. Um, and now that I was $130,000 in debt because, um, I was playing with credit cards and stuff like that. Um, and, and lines of credit and HELOCs and all that, you know, um, Anything that I could squeeze, anything that I was able to squeeze cash out of while I was over there, um, I, I was so far in the hole that I could not, I could not like jump on a plane to go to Minneapolis to go to air traffic control school at the time. Didn't make any sense. So it all worked out because had I gone, had I become an air traffic controller, we probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah, and, you know, like it's. You know that's the funny thing about life. You, you know it. It never makes sense going forward, but when you look back, it's it, It's like oh, this happened, um, this happened, so then this happened, then this happened, and I'm right here. You know. So if you think about if you think about it, every heartbreak you've had, you know, every every loss that you've taken, every girl that's cheated on you, every friend that's betrayed you, every car accident that you've had. You know, those were considered like the worst days of your life. But if you think back to every last one of those situations, if if one of those things didn't happen, you probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. Cause it's that butterfly effect. Everything
0: everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And you learn so much from it too. Yeah. I always tell people I, I learn from my mistakes, my losses, more than my victories. Like yeah. I always think about my losses and how far I've come. Yeah. You know? So it's interesting, definitely. And it's always good to, like,
2: another thing that you said
0: before that,
2: you know, stuck with me for sure is just, like, learning from other people. Yes. And, like, I feel like you've, like, don't take this the wrong way, obviously, because you, but, like, you've made some mistakes in your life, right? Yeah. But I feel like you're using that and teaching that to other people. I feel like you're channeling that through, you know, like, the giving back and giving to people, right? Like, you've made mistakes. You're making sure other people aren't making the same mistakes you did, you know?
1: You know, it's funny, like, whenever people ask me... Um um like i hope well, you didn't take that the wrong no, word, no, no, way no 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 like whenever people ask me for um books to read right like i always tell them the alchemist um um money you know um how, how to win friends and influence people you know yeah. typical and then i tell them um um to read the mike tyson book right and and they come back to me this is like Why'd you tell me to read the Mike Tyson book? Yo, like dude was, you know, was wild and crazy, fucked up, this, that, the other. He made every mistake in the book. I was like, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you know, watching, you know, um, shout out to Mike, you know, I'm not dissing you, bro. <laughs> yeah, we, we love hotbox, the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's funny enough. I got I got a Mike I got a couple of Mike Tyson stories, but anyway, um, he made so many mistakes that if you can't get information of uh, if you can't figure out what not to do from that then you're incapable of learning from other people's mistakes yeah you know whether it was from drugs whether it's um, from from relationships whether it's mismanagement of money whether it's um, like being irresponsible like there were so many lessons um, that that he made. And that
0: he detailed. It's true. Yeah. I remember watching something that he said that when he lost it all, he was happy. He said, cause now nobody has to rob me. You know, it, it's crazy. It's just a different, different Pressure. mindset. Yeah.
2: That's sad. I feel like we've touched, we've touched that like twice today. Like with the T-Pain story, now with Mike Tyson story mm-hmm. about like, like whoever surrounds you is like super important. Definitely. You know? like you have to be around the right people for De- sure. Definitely. Definitely.
1: You know, um, like, one of the things that I was going through this morning um, is that I have um, a lot of my friends, well, a lot of people that I know that always hit me up for whatever reasons. Um, somebody passed away, um, I lost my job, I can't cover my rent, you know. And, um, you know, I, I, whenever, I, whenever I'm in a position to, I always help them out. Um, but unfortunately, they're not in the same, they're not in a position to help me out whenever I'm in a situation and it's, it's super important that you, you surround yourself with people that are equally yoked, that are not just using you. Yeah. You know, I, I say this thing all the time. It's like, if you can't be used, you're useless. Right. That's a fact right. That. It's true. Um, but, you know, there's a difference between um, being used and being abused. It's two different things. So you have to put yourself in a situation where you could be used by your friends and you and it's a vice versa, but at no point should anybody ever be abused like I tell people all the time if if um if I'm making money and you're making money it's called business if I'm making money and you're not making money, I'm using you it's true you know like it has it has to be it has to be fair,
0: yeah
2: do you work with friends like do you like yeah I think that's a common thing that people, like, don't want to do. Like, people, like, like let's say, for example, if, like, a friend of mine, like, knew that I was lender, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they wouldn't use me on purpose. Like, I feel like that's, like, a common thing. I don't know if you guys see that, but, like, I mean, I'm not saying I do, but I'm just saying, like, people don't always like to work with their friends. Well,
1: I think in your business, it's kind of...
2: Um, or just, it, like, in general. Not, y- yeah, not business, no, but. I think
1: in your, your particular business... Um, it's, it's kind of touchy because it's just like then they have to get naked in front of you. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you have and, to see like all the <laughs> information everything like that.
2: Exactly. <laughs> hey, yo, boys.
0: I'm doing a deal with him. I, I did not get naked. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 but you know <laughs> what I'm no, saying? I had just, to give him my finances, yeah. like my personal information. Yeah. And, it's and now just, I just know it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he just knows it. It's like, dude you're broke. <laughs> yo, you, yo, you really can't afford that watch. Why you, why'd you get that
0: watch? <laughs> no, but it's true. It, it, it is funny that we base on this because I was like, you know what? I've known it for a while, but you know why I went with him is I'm doing creative financing and he was one of the only guys that thought outside the box because I'm buying a property that's within the family. So he told me, why are you going to use your own money? Use the equity that's in the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he broke it down to me, and I was like, damn, that's a million dollar game. And we've asked other people around there. Like, I've never heard of that. And yeah. These are people that have been in the business for years.
1: Yeah. Um, and
0: if it's if it's really,
1: if it was really like a, a family deal, like how I would have played it, depending on how, how your situation is, I would have just quit claimed the deed, quit claimed the deed, let it season for six months. You do uh then you do a. Um, you do a refinance or either a refinance or a HELOC, keep, keep that mortgage in their name for as long, as, depending if it was um, advantageous or not and just do a HELOC
0: and then pay them the difference. See, they offered me uh, like an owner finance basically. Okay. But, it was just like my pride. Like I, don't, I, I told I don't him to do want, that. I, I yeah, like, he told do me it. as a bank he's was like, just hey, do the owner yeah. finance and I was like, I just don't like owing people money. Yeah. Especially with his family. You know, God forbid anything happen, I would rather owe the bank than owe the... F- you know, family, it yeah. just becomes a conflict. You know, it's
1: it's funny because the last I did this deal in Harlem recently, and I was gonna go to a hard money lender, and I decided to to pretty much open it up so that um, my friends and family and even some people on uh, on um social media could invest in it. It's like I was gonna I'm gonna pay anyway. Yeah. So it's just like I just felt if I'm gonna pay, um, I rather. The interests go to your family than Jamie Diamonds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because Jamie Diamond never invites me to dinner. <laughs> I like that. No, that's <laughs> true. <Right.
2: laughs> that's true. Like I feel like mixing what like, based off what you both said, like also it's like mixing family with money is always like what I hear is a little tough. Like I don't normally do that, but you know, I feel like I don't know, have you guys ever had any experiences with that? Like mixing family and money together at the same time? Well, people are people. You know,
1: like there are good people, bad people, and people in the middle. So whether it's your brother or, or a stranger that you just met, um, you just have to vet them properly and, understand, and make sure that everybody is on the same page.
2: Yeah. I agree. Put. I agree. So what's, you know, what are your goals for the future? You know, we, we've heard what's happened before. What are your goals for the next? 130,000
1: on the table. The next
2: 25 years.
1: Um, the next 25 years, I... I want to focus more on being community-based and impacting lives. Like there's, like, you like what you like, right? Um, I am not a a yacht, helicopter, um, private plane kind of guy. You know, like that doesn't that doesn't do it for me. Um, I am a, a spinach dip of Houston's kind of guy. And low key, me too. You know, so um, spinach dip at Houston's is is like eighteen bucks. No, it's like twenty bucks now. Um, Inflation, exactly. But whether I make a hundred grand this month, um, two hundred fifty grand this month, or a million dollars this month, it does not affect my ability to have spinach dip whenever I want. So um, too many times we get in the mindset like where we start collecting money, right? Um, I don't want to be that guy just to collect it, just for the sake of, you know, just just getting it, just for the sake of getting it. Like, I want to be able to impact my community, help my family, enjoy myself, walk the streets comfortably, and surround myself with my friends and family. I remember um, my first go-round, um, when I first got money, I, I ended up getting, like, um, a really nice car. And I started hanging out with this crew of guys Had nice cars Like a car club? Yeah Yeah And then we You know Like we would Drive everywhere together But that's the only thing That we had in common You know Like There was no commonality there We just had nice cars What car What car was this? Um What I had I had At that point It was like A a CLK convertible Okay You know Um It was a nice car at the time (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Right But It's It's more important to me To To be connected to be part of something in a community and, and to to work on making a better life for my daughter. Shout out to Brooklyn Bella. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. by the Shout way, out. baby. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So,
0: so two things before we wrap up is um, now you, you've been doing, you know, you're in the spotlight now, right? You've been on every podcast out there. Now that you're putting your wins, your losses out there, do you ever get people that just reach out? Like, to actual money because now that, yes. go, well, that <laughs> actually happens. Yeah. Like
1: people hit me up all the time, you know, like, um, can you help me do this or that or the other thing? And you know what? There's been once, once or twice where I've actually just cut the channels like like, here, here you go. But, um, the truth of the matter is like, um, ideally what I try to do is I try to take care of the people, you know, in my immediate circle, you know, whether it's, or, or Or last year What I do um, I went to Haiti After the earthquake And And helped out over there You know You could only do what you can do
0: Yeah So Second question
1: Yeah what's second, the second question
0: one? Is I mean look There's nothing that you won't do um, I was I was watching that You went to Jamaica Right mm-hmm. For a deal To make a deal happen Exactly <laughs> Like who This guy went to India, found the plug. (laughs) The the seller of the property wasn't in New York anymore and you flew all the way to Jamaica to make the deal happen. Exactly. Like, what else have you done Um, to make something, you know, worthwhile?
1: You know, the, the key to being successful in life, no matter what it is, whether we're talking about sports, whether we're talking about real estate, whether we're talking about business, is being willing to do Things that the other guy is not willing to do. You know, um, this property in Jamaica was going on auction and everybody was waiting for it to go on auction because the owner was not around. So I could have been like everybody else and waited or I could have, you know, or I decided to fly to Jamaica to make the deal happen. (laughs) That's nuts. That's crazy. You know? In a good way. So it's, it's, there's, you know, within... Within the the um, the limits of law, and and my physical health, um, there's really nothing I won't do, you know. Because it, like you got to think outside the box.
0: Yeah, like like I said, you don't you don't wait for the opportunity; you create it. Create it. Yeah. Got to be first. Make a hole. Yeah. Put the boulder in it. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. We're like circling old things back into <laughs> it. Exactly. Jude, anything else you can leave us off with? We appreciate you inviting us here. It's a beautiful location, beautiful building. And, uh, you know, again, we appreciate the co it means a lot to us.
1: Nah, yo, thank you for having me real estate and chill podcast, real estate and hustle. I love it. I love the flow. Um, it's your boy Jude Bernard live from the Brooklyn bank. Um, if you have an opportunity let me know, holla at me, um, I'm a real estate broker, real estate developer, um, general contractor, consultant. Holla. <laughs> you do it
0: all. Where can people reach you on Instagram and all uh, your um, social media?
1: I'm on I'm on the gram, Mr. Jude Bernard. Um, Jude Bernard on, on Facebook. I, I don't, like I rarely even check that stuff. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm terrible that way, I need to get better. <laughs> All right,
2: awesome. All right, well, thank you so much. Last thing we got to leave a note on November 13th, Nassau Coliseum. We are going to be having Team James Jameskins, Team Kevin. We're less than a month away, so we're almost there. And you might see uh, a familiar face at the game. I'll be there. <laughs> shout,
0: shout out to our boy, uh, a familiar uh, from, uh, mutual friend, Edward, Edward Gamble. Oh yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, I I, I Is, hit him up. He's on your squad? No, no, no. He's in he's in Tampa now. Yeah, yeah. He moved from um, North Carolina to Tampa. Yeah, yeah. And um, I guess he saw me comment because I was trying to get your attention in the DM, in the messages, and all your pictures. Like, yo, we gotta get you on the podcast. We gotta get you on. So he reached out to me. He's like, oh, you want to get him on? I right, I put a good word in. <laughs> He's like, just make sure you shout me out when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a shout out. So shout out to you, Ed. We appreciate you, man. All love, all
2: love. <laughs> all right. Well, that was the latest episode of the Real Estate and Show podcast. We will see you next time.